0: I hate doing A and B. I had to talk myself out of it because if you do that okay. on things I'm like Facebook, and it, it, it does like the cool face t- emoji. You, don't know, you know how many times in I press enter only
1: for cool yeah. face man to haunt my, yeah. I'll just be like, oh. I did not want to put cool face so in the so middle of so like As a
0: joke when I type it, I'll do like A and then two, and people will be like, what the hell is this? I'm like, oh, just trust me. If I did I, B, y'all would be I have even a, more f- confused. I have a
1: five point rant and now in the middle cool face man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, no, that's not cool, cool face man. Like, breaking in like Kool-Aid, dude. Like, oh yeah. No. No, Kool-Aid. Why are you here? No, cool face man. Leave my here? five-point dissertation. Thank why you. Why are you here? it's <laughs> he telling that we
0: both have made lists multiple times on this <laughs> to where that's a real problem. Oh,
1: that's why they gave
2: us a podcast. And by sure. they, I mean us. <laughs>
1: It's time for another edition of The Weekend to Take. Hosted by Call in the air, Austin. It is. You don't tell. Oh, he changed and he Aww. did it right. It's hosted by He's just Yours truly Tyrell
3: Huff, Thespian Poppy. <laughs> I changed my Twitter handle to that, by the way. Did you really? I mean, yes, you I, was, I did. I I dead notice. ass serious yeah. did, bro. I, f- I feel like I'm the king of nicknames now. Yeah, it's bro. actually, it was real legit. That being said, welcome to the weekend to take. And just to kind of give y'all a little refresher, what we're going to do is we're going to take a subject and we're going to kind of follow a little bit of a timeline from the beginning of the week until today, which, well, is the end of the week, even though y'all may not actually hear this until you know next week. But that's not the point.
1: In the future.
3: Yes. So let's find out what the subject is going to be, because actually, we're kind of flying we're blind actually, today. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, was we're actually flying blind today, so this should be pretty you know legit. Else, you know what else
1: we don't know? Who Charles hosting the podcast with?
2: Oh. <laughs> oh well.
1: First of all,
3: that means that y'all ain't listened to the other episodes. Is that y'all? <laughs> Don't try to put that <laughs> <try to laughs> me.
1: Don't try to put it back on the fans. <laughs> that
3: being said, I'm here with my man Derek Lewis, not the third, and my man Austrian Brazina. And no, I did not cut his A off at the end of his name like I typically do. And
1: that's what's up. That's that's Dr. Lewis for the people at home. I'm changing my name up, you know with some initials trying yeah, to look so, trying so, to look riderly.
3: Hey, and, and, and make sure we shout out the 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 email in case people got questions they want to ask us that we might be able to cover at some point. Oh, shit. Oh, that's right. We yeah. have an email now. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
1: actually, I did work this week. I forgot. I was, I was working for the people at home. That's I'm right. Busy. If you have any questions, we can maybe do a mailbag segment at one point. Who knows? we got to get enough you to know, get it Even in. on that note, I
0: noticed that when you go on to Anchor FM, it says you can leave a voice message. You can. So
1: use that. Yeah, you can use yeah. that as well if you for want sure. us to hear your voice. Yeah. We, we might put it on. You know, I'll do anything. You know, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit this podcast any way I damn choose whenever I wake up that morning. <laughs> So, so I might just put a, a listener. Sense. Who knows what I'll do. Anyway, the, the email is at take at yahoo.com. Pretty simple. The at take at yahoo.com. I'm glad you got that in earlier yeah. before people turn this off.
3: Do we have the dash in no, between? No, like no dash. Week, dash, dash okay, yeah. it's just straight the yeah. take. Yeah.
1: Just all one at word yahoo.com. At yahoo.com. Hit us up. So <laughs> Terrell. Yes. What we're talking about. We, we there wasn't a lot to talk about this week. Let's be real. Yeah, that's true. It was a pretty, it was a pretty day. Yeah, we were filling our bellies with food, not really, you know, scourging the internet for topics. Because there were no topics to discuss. Oh, there was
0: like not not even like sports. There was like no political things that happened this week. This is a yeah. like dead week. Like, <laughs> like, in in the, yeah. well, the holidays it's, it's going yeah.
1: to be hard because the holiday season is when people start turning off. Right. <laughs> like it's Congress good. goes home. Yeah. Like, sports is kind of starting to like hit a lull. The NBA season will take off after the holiday break. Right. The NFL will kind of hit their like kind of dead spot before the playoffs start. Like right. it, You know, and then the last two weeks of the season are kind of after Christmas. Anyway, point B. Not a lot to talk about, but I, y'all made fun of me, but I saved a topic. Just just such an occasion, because I'm wise like that. Okay. I got some wisdoms. What did you call it? An evergreen topic. An evergreen topic. Yeah, yes. that's what we call in the business. Okay. An evergreen topic. Good you can stuff. talk about it whenever the hell you want. Learning media business yes. terms. <laughs> yeah, I learned that in college. Mm. I didn't learn that in college. I didn't go to college. Uh, that was a sombering <laughs> It was a somber when you said that. He's yeah. <laughs> it it also more successful than both of us, so what does that say about the collegiate system? Anyway, <laughs> that's and Poppy beating us all. Um, <laughs> it's time to talk about, you know, the topic, which is the gift that keeps on giving, even though it's a pretty not fun story. Colin... Capra.
0: Oh yeah, all right, that makes sense. I was you wondering. Keep about talking that. about that. I thought it was Antonio Brown. I really did. You oh, were just no. <laughs> <laughs> on God. On God, I will
1: not talk about Antonio Brown ever again. On God, that makes sense. I'm yeah. If, if I'm something can get you, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna trick you at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, how how long until you know? Oh my God, he's. Leaving. We'll be like mid
0: conversation, but like, who's that dude that was uh, <laughs> causing all the shit at the beginning of the season? you <laughs> were like Antonio Brown. Oh God, you said his name. Name.
1: No, but uh. Colin Kaepernick. Uh, we all kind of know the general timeline from Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, was it three years ago now? Yeah, it's been almost exactly three, three years. Three years ago, three years, yeah. Colin Kaepernick was a backup quarterback slash sometime starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. I believe you're is familiar with them. Yeah, yeah, I might know a little bit about them. <laughs> them a little bit about the 49ers. I've seen their work. I've, yeah. seen, <laughs> I've seen them on TV. Yes. Um, he decided, due to, you know... Multiple police brutality incidents involving African American men Ooh. that seem rampant and continue to be rampant to this day. That he was going to make a statement. And so it, during the first preseason game, he decided he was going to kneel. No, 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 uh, no, no, just no, excuse a, me. He yeah. decided he was going to sit down. He yeah. wasn't going to stand for yeah. the national. He United sat God. on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Thank right. You right. Right. He sat yeah. on the bench. He did. He did not exclaim that he was gonna do this. Nope. he did not. You know, really discuss this with anybody. They didn't even notice the first time he did it. The no. first week, no one saw it. Was we're it no. game two or
0: game three where they found out? I, don't even I believe it
1: was game two. The night, yeah, was it was like, like, preseason, like, yeah,
0: games, like it was game, preseason game. Me, two, yeah, game two.
1: They uh, preseason game two. They were like, oh. He's sitting down Let's ask him about it And then Colin Kaepernick Once he was asked about it Was like oh It was like a Funny, half, funny. Was like a half question, was not yeah, yeah, it? question yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like Hey was there a reason I, You were I, sitting for you?" Because I don't think They thought it was For that reason They were just yeah. like They just noticed They asked him about it And Colin Kaepernick I'm glad you asked Because right. <laughs> I, I have some I have some startling news for you And that's that black people Are getting murdered Wantonly in the what? streets By police right. For no real reason at all. He said it all true like that, too. By the way,
3: way, I I do want to just kind of quickly interject here. I really do think that very first incident, as people went back retroactively and looked at it, um, briefly after he immediately, you know, once he let everybody know why he was kneeling uh, and and why he initially had set it out, um, I actually think that first time that he was spotted on camera, tape, whatever, doing it. I actually think that contributed to the way people are acting towards it now. But, of course, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I really do think that him sitting the first time actually is what contributed to, you know, the the, the narrative about him right now by some of those that oppose what he's doing or what he did.
0: I do have one question that I've never bothered to look up about the whole situation. Where was Colin Kaepernick raised? I actually don't know that.
3: So he was actually raised in Wisconsin. That's what I thought. He wasn't uh, he was from adopted, Cali originally. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was adopted. Um, his his mother gave him up for adoption as a baby, and he was basically raised uh, by a white family in Wisconsin. Grew up a Brett Favre fan. As a matter of fact, uh, he's got like all kinds of pictures of him at Lambeau Field and Brett Favre jersey. So like, yeah, like literally. You know this yeah. dude is. You know he, he's he's from that area, um, and uh, that. But that's where he was raised, which is another reason why a lot of people that are on the opposite side of of what he's doing have uh, had a lot of pot shots to take at him. Yeah, is
1: because of that also. So of course we'll get into that. No. So back to the uh, retrospect of Colin Kaepernick. He. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we, yeah. we, 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 we 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 interrupt this Colin Kaepernick biopic too. <laughs> well the
0: reason so just for clarity the reason I'm asking this and we're gonna get into it more later, but the reason I'm asking that is because I do want to know I've never bothered looking it up, but I wanted to know if he grew up in because California especially that the Oakland area sure. and, and, and all of Cal- all of the United States really, but especially that area, a huge, huge history sure. of growing up with that 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 racial violence. Yeah, but like in your face, right? Which and I can you, attest yeah. to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm up. So that's what I'm saying. I was, I was always kind of curious. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, hey, did he hey, grow up in did, it, or did he more did discover he, oh, right, it? Did
1: you know that Terrell grew up in Oakland? Yeah, we before. Okay, yeah.
3: So, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I really feel like, and you know, I've already kind of said a couple of things that I think contribute to those that are you know oppose what he's doing or what he did and what he's still doing. It's interesting because if you look at it. He's somewhat of an outsider when you look at the Bay Area, but for him to go from a place like somewhere wherever he was from in Wisconsin uh, and being raised by a, a, you know, middle to upper class white family. It's interesting because he goes out to the West Coast and he's playing, uh, you know, in the Bay Area and he's seeing what's probably and I mean, I've heard some things about Milwaukee, but, you know, a smaller town that he's from it's interesting to me that he's seeing the complete and total opposite of what he was used to seeing growing up and the fact that he chose to react in a way that he did, he easily could have sort of just faded into the background and not said or did anything and it's crazy to me that you know, the fact that he chose to use his platform, that's what he's actually being penalized and, and, and being you know ridiculed for, which is hilarious to me because it's like you know, he's coming from somewhere where that's probably not as much of an issue. And then he goes to Oakland and in in San Francisco in the Bay area and he sees it firsthand. Yeah. I I mean, who wouldn't be affected by that? Who wouldn't want to use their platform if they had one to say, Hey, Hey man, this isn't right. And, and it also brought to the attention, uh, or it brought to people's attentions that there's a lot of players out there that play in that area now don't say jack squat about it and I think that's a big thing that the NFL doesn't like about this whole thing is that they almost kind of feel like he's bringing attention to something and you've got two teams in that area and you don't get a lot of feedback or a lot of people talking about what's going on and the NFL doesn't want to talk about it so it's like because their fan base and the demographic that is 75% of their fan base doesn't care about that subject so you know
0: yeah, and we and we talked a little bit about it when we were talking about LeBron before about uh, before he put his foot in his mouth. We didn't even talk about that, but but, but yeah. when we're talking about what players that stand up for something, right? They're risking their platform mm-hmm. to do so, mm-hmm. and it does mean something. Um, and that's why I feel like this was such a, a spark for a lot of things like that. But um, I'm going to finish I'm, this. I'm going yeah. to
1: start a segment called Terrell. Terrell's first take. It's where Terrell gives a take about <laughs> no, the mean, subject before I can even finish. Before I can even, finish, I can, I I can it, even finish explaining to the audience <laughs> what the particular. I've done subject that two weeks is. in a row, yeah, man. Man. and that's why it's going to be a segment now. It's I like Terrell's it. first take. I, like it. No, a, I, Terrell, I, I love it. Terrell. Give them a take. They don't even know what we're talking about. But give them a take anyway. Are you going to...
2: No, I mean... We're here now. We're here here now, baby.
0: Well, because I guess it all just blends together now. Like, that's kind of the problem. But, like, to your point about him coming to that area, I think a little bit of his... his, his, He's kind of like... The millennial, like, oh, I'm just now learning about this and mm-hmm. I want to speak about it, which is not a bad thing. Not at all. But that's that's to me what it kind of seems like knowing now that, A, he wasn't from that area originally. Sure. And I can speak to me just doing research on Wisconsin in general, which is a weird thing to say. But honestly, I did because Scott Walker was all over the news for a while because mm. he is a terrible politician. <laughs> I hate everything that I've read about that. <laughs> but As do most people. A big part of it, it was when weird, I was looking it up because cause, cause,
1: four years ago, Scott Walker was the moderate in the room and so now it's... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> funny, He's yeah. the moderate <laughs> voice of the Republican Jones, Party like, just, just, just yeah. four years ago. But like yeah.
0: on that note, I looked up a lot into it at the time and you know, heavy, heavy gerrymandering in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, there's district lines that don't make any sense mm-hmm. and when you look into why, they literally... I mean, just I'll straight up say it, it's full-blown segregation between those lines. Like sure. You look at it and there are areas outside of the major areas mm-hmm. that are like 90% black sure. and it's like how does that even happen unless you yeah we all know how it happens but right. I mean, that's that's you know well, just looking at it it's well, like what the hell? and
1: we all know Milwaukee's not innocent they well, yeah, that's they, what they, had, they had the, in, they, had the uh, they just had an incident last year with uh, that's what, Sterling Brown which is yeah. what prompted me to look
0: into a lot of this because yeah. I was like well what, what is bad in that area because people were saying like no this happens all the time right? so I looked into it but anyways I mean that for that for him to come from probably the insular community mm-hmm. because he grew up with the white family he probably moved into here and he's like damn this is not what I experienced exactly, and that's yeah. probably a big factor in that story. Yeah. But so, uh,
1: anyway, because I don't want to go too much into yeah. the into the backstory anyway, yeah. Uh, but so they found out that he was kneeling, uh, he gave a, a, especially for being on the spot and not necessarily, I'm sure he expected reporters to figure it out eventually, but it right. wasn't like he knew it was going to be then because you know, he knows, you know, week one they didn't ask me anything, yeah. But anyway, he said, I'm doing it for this, I'm it's not that <laughs> over the Next month, and so he would make it clear it's not about you know disrespecting the troops or disrespecting the military or right. anything like that. It was it's a very specific protest. I Actually, don't think I don't think America is standing up for the ideals that it pretends to uh, to be about. So how should I? Why should I stand for their national anthem when they are not standing up to their own ideals? Right. That's basically what his uh, stance came down to. So fast forward to uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So some people joining with them. Eventually the protest gets. It evolves. He talks to Nate Boyer, former Seattle Seahawks long snapper and a yeah. and a Green Beret, and um, so a military man. He says, mm-hmm. "Hey, why don't we come to this compromise where we'll kneel? I'll kneel with you." And we'll get we'll get this done. I don't know if I don't know, I don't want to say I don't believe Nate Boyer kneeled with him, but he was yeah. I don't one. think wow. he kneeled with him, but he he, was, yeah, he, he stood so with a hand on his shoulder. So instead yeah, of sitting yeah, down, yeah, he yeah. said, "Hey, it will be more respectful if I kneel." Yeah, because right, right. he said, "You kneel for the wounded." Yeah, and that was yeah. the big point. Unfortunately for Colin Kaepernick, that did not matter. It didn't seem to matter that he kneeled and that it came from a military man. They right. still saw it as disrespect, even though kneeling in almost any other context is a, is the ultimate sign of respect. You kneel when right. you pray. You kneel for yeah. the wounded, as you say. Right. Um, so anyway, so they involved over there, involved in that way. Some people started joining in with him. Um, the NFL kind of found itself in a quandary on how they were going to handle it because they literally at that time were pretty much paying Mm -hmm. for the military presence to be, to wrap themselves up in the American flag. The NFL was paying for that basically. Yeah. They get contracts
0: from the DOD. Right. To advertise for the DOD. I mean, it's something yeah. in the range of about nine million a year, because
1: oh, like the NFL, you know, it loves to be, it loves look. Let's be frank; they love to wrap themselves up in the flag. That's and on what the surface,
0: about. I'm not against that necessarily. No, I mean, it, it is nothing, what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a propaganda aspect to it, which we yeah. could, you know, we could always get into on in another right. date. Sure. It's not, it's not yeah. necessarily completely relevant to this situation. Yeah, no. Um But you know,
3: well, it, it but, served a dual purpose. I mean, look, you, you, but, the majority you know, of NFL's demographic. Are the people that you want? That if you're the DoD, those are the guys that you want joining the military. You put on, a, you know, you put on a, a military. You know, you bring the flag out. Uh, you play the national anthem. You bring military members out there to either sing the anthem or be involved in the ceremony. People are going to see that you've got a demographic again that you think is probably going to be more prone to join the military, especially the younger cats. And there you go. So it was sort of – it was it was a little something for both sides of it. The yeah. NFL, you know, got something out of it from the DOD. The DOED got, you know, more people to join the military because, hey, look, I saw the ceremony during the game. I mean, so that's – yeah.
1: So the, they, the, the NFL is handling poorly, I, I might add, the, how to deal with these players. The Seattle Seahawks get in the mix. I know that because I, mm-hmm. of course, covered them. 15-minute mm-hmm. mark when Ooh. I remind you that <laughs> I covered the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you are playing your – the weekend to take bingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead or, the take or the drinking game. Or the drinking game. Take a shot. Um, and so the Seattle Seahawks were kind of the only team to do something as a team. They locked hands for the entirety of the season, even right. in the Pro Bowl. Their Pro Bowl players locked hands mm-hmm. during the national anthem. Even that got them some flack. <laughs> I know because I covered it. Right. So even that wasn't, uh, you know benign enough to not receive some criticism. And sure. the Seahawks explained it just like Colin Kaepernick explained it. We're doing this because of what this represents which represents there are, there are colored people dying in the streets yes. Yes. for no reason by the authority figures who are sworn to protect them. And so that there continues to be a war basically between mm-hmm. respect the flag, respect the military, respect the country and respect us as individuals who deserve not to die (laughs) for unjust, unjust reasons. I think what sparked
0: um, it mostly was it was at the peak of Black Lives Matter. Sure, yeah. and that's that's what swept everything up sure. into one giant fire, well, which I, is as we fair talked about, as we dead. talked
1: about last week. Yeah. It became a proxy war. Colin Kaepernick yeah. becoming the symbol of Black Lives Matter, yeah, right? And basically everybody else who opposed Colin Kaepernick becoming the symbol of yeah. Blue Lives Matter yeah. Type, yeah. type situation, which is ridiculous uh, <laughs> because they can all matter, but not in an all lives matter sort of way. But yeah, everything. Right. Can matter. You yeah. can you just because you say Black Lives Matter does not mean you think automatically that all other lives do yeah. not matter. Right. Uh, so anyway, which is an argument that's lost on. Wait, yeah. too many it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to continue people. it yeah. because yeah. It, it, yeah. to me, if you can't grasp that argument, you don't want to grasp the argument. Yeah. There's nothing to really. I'm going to say that's going to yeah. change it. Um, so anyway, fast forward. Colin Kaepernick becomes a free agent. Yep. Uh, immediately gets no calls. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no that. one the, the big crux is that nobody called him. Yeah, no this why, is an NFL talent that right. nobody This wanted. man took his yeah. team to the Super Bowl was about a th- was a throwaway from winning the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty was, much yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, a, throw, was a throwaway. Was from winning the Super Bowl. It was a, another throwaway from going to a to a Super Bowl the year before that. Right. So this is a this is a this dude's won. and he's got a big arm. He's yeah. got crazy arm talent. He mm-hmm. can run, he can run these like a Russell Wilson, like a Lamar Jackson. Right. Not, not not to that level, yeah. but he he has that ability. Right. Um, <clears throat> he's got Cam Newton-type size as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And so this is a dude who, at the very least, should be a backup on your squad sure. if you don't have a good backup, which most NFL teams don't have good right. backups.
3: Realistically, there are some teams that don't have good starters. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, but exactly. we're, we're just talking about bare minimum. That being said, yeah. Bare like,
1: minimum, this is a backup right. in the NFL. Right, to not even get a sniff. And so he's not getting a sniff. The Seahawks, I believe, become the first to call him. Mm -hmm. Um, But they (laughs) infamously say, and if you want to go back and look up an article that I wrote about this, I savage the Seahawks because they basically say, we already have a starter. I was like, well, you don't want two? (laughs) You don't want two starters? You don't want someone who, in case, you know, Russell has never gotten hurt. Russell Wilson, the current quarterback, has never gotten hurt. But in case that that turns this year, you don't want a dude who can lead you to the Super Bowl anyway. And that was at a time when I think he was actually had a
3: lot of little nagging injuries that he played through Even back at the yeah, time. Yeah. that was coming yeah. off a even season more where back he, had,
1: he had had his most injury right. injurious right. year ever. He And he wasn't even
0: really proven to the extent he is now as a winner. Yeah, player. No, he, like, he wasn't playing question at, question at the level marks. he's there was playing there. still There were still yeah. question marks yeah. about yeah. if Russell Wilson was the future yeah, right. of the
1: yeah. franchise. Whether was that was warranted or not, that those questions were still available. And so... Basically, as Colin Kaepernick fades out of the spotlight because no one will give, no one will sign him to give him a platform to continue these discussions, other players start um, getting into the mix, and that's when the Players' Coalition gets gets going, and they become kind of a voice. They kind of co op Colin, Colin Kaepernick's message in some ways, and other ways they become the face, and they try to help, sure. um, and that becomes a point of contention led by Malcolm Jenkins. Doug Baldwin of the Seahawks is also involved in that, and their basic goal is trying to. Take the movement and take next steps. Whether yeah. you think that it was right that they took became the face of the movement, right. that was their goal. They wanted to yeah. put action to these words. Colin Kaepernick had the words. They wanted to put action. Um, over the same somewhat time, Colin Kaepernick becomes a face of Nike. Um, so I'm starting to blur want to them say
0: all. I said was last year when he became the. Yeah, place. yeah, no. I'm not, yeah, now, I'm just, now me, we're yeah. just
1: blurring some of the things, and yeah, it's yeah. kind of I'm putting them all yeah. in one pot. Um, yeah. The NFL they start having discussions with their players. These discussions don't go very well mm-hmm. because it becomes clear the NFL isn't necessarily listening to their players. I said on another podcast, Doug Baldwin has a famous quote where he's like, "The NFL is coming at us, and they're saying we want to donate to these charities, and these charities are Jewish Jewish charities, and and." we're not Jewish. <laughs> and so, th- go. and so, you know, that whole thing becomes a mess. In the meantime, Colin Kaepernick's not getting any work. He actually yeah. has a workout set up again for the Seahawks the next year, when they need a they still need a backup because the Seahawks backup was not good for many it still isn't great it's Daniel Smith right now but anyway they could probably use Colin Kaepernick don't you think yeah. still to this yeah, very day so yeah. they uh, they canceled that workout because well there's two reports one report the report that seems to have come from the Colin Kaepernick camp is that they wanted him not to kneel <clears throat> the Seahawks uh for a report that would seemingly seemed to come from their camp was that we just wanted to have a clear plan on what his vision towards kneeling and this is the future, mm-hmm. what he had planned in the future was going towards, and we he didn 't seem to have a clear plan, so we canceled the workout because we needed that um and that was never adequately resolved mm-hmm. um in the meantime, no sniffs the Seahawks have pretty much been the only team since colin cap Ka- in the last three years who have even attempted to talk to Colin Kaepernick, and in some ways, I kind of respect the Seahawks because in my their logic is ridiculous. And it's yeah. clear that they didn't want him on the well, team. Truthfully, the second one I and give them
0: more leeway for because at least they're being honest. Like, look, yeah. this is the black cloud hanging over you right now and we need to figure out what you're doing. Well I respect that. I, I will give it, the
1: Seahawks a little bit of the benefit of the doubt from the standpoint of they're doing other things that show me that they care about the community sure. and yeah, that they, a, they they're letting their players have a voice. So I can't completely get, fault them for saying, Hey, this is right. the one time we're kind of not looking for this in the locker room right. at this time. Yeah, you can't um, have a, a... I don't agree line. with it, but yeah. I can somewhat understand the point. Right. But the thing about them, for me, is don't lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, just say what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. whole we don't need Colin Kaepernick business that they tried to do the first time and then yeah, to follow it up. And, yeah. um, so, you know, see, I was being a little shady, but that's still, they're still the least shady out of all these teams because they've at least inquired about a dude who should be a professional quarterback in the league. And at the very least, they have a quarterback who is elite. Yeah. <laughs> and doesn't get injured so they can at least roll the dice these other teams not doing due diligence right. and so anyway yeah. this is why but they we can get keep it. signing Josh Johnson now. yeah this is why we get to the day because about was it two weeks now three weeks uh, three is weeks is it three weeks ago. back yeah, about three weeks ago Yeah. yeah. The, the NFL who is clearly trying to put this behind them they've mm-hmm. you know they now employ Jay Z to try to garnered will within the black community. Was this Jay-Z's idea? Who knows? Nobody will ever know. But was this Jay-Z's idea? I think I did see a report that Jay-Z encouraged this because, uh, because quite frankly just from a business standpoint they need to put this behind them and they seem to be terrible at doing so. Right. So they invite Colin Kaepernick to a workout I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm I'm imagining how this meeting went, knowing the NFL,
0: and I guarantee they're like, "Hey, we're working with Jay Z now. Let, let's get him on the phone. I'll bring him into the office." And they're like, "Jay Z, what are we gonna do about this Colin Kaepernick thing?" And he's like, "Because <laughs> he don't know what to fucking do." <laughs> I'm just imagine that conversation. They're like, "Let's ask a black guy." <laughs> I don't know what to
3: tell you. Uh, B, B, it's your boy Jay. B It's your girl. What you think we should oh, do about cap? About <laughs> cap.
0: So funny, like that's 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 probably what they did, and that
1: makes me laugh because it's so ridiculous. So the Tuesday morning of the week in question, mm-hmm. uh, the NFL contacts Colin Kaepernick and says, "Hey, we're setting up a workout for you on Saturday. Um, it has to be on Saturday, no other time. Right. It's going to involve all thirty-two teams. Mm-hmm. You in or out? We need to know now. Two hours. Come back to us." Yeah. Colin Kaepernick's like, "Well, I mean, this is the only sniff I got, so I guess yeah. I guess all systems go." Right. The teams, the NFL teams, had not been contacted until <laughs> they were actually contacted after Colin Kaepernick was contacted. Right, And so they have no advance notice. For those who don't know the inner workings of the NFL, Saturday is basically travel day. Right. It's basically the day that everyone, because they play on Sunday, pretty much mm-hmm. every team plays on Sunday. So it's either travel day. It's it's either, so if you play it on Thursday night, it's a day that means everyone's gone. Because right. you're, uh, you're taking a little extra couple days to recover. Mm-hmm. If you're playing on Sunday, it's travel day. If you're playing at home on Sunday, it's, you know, kind of walk through, get right day. Right. If you're uh, playing on Monday night, it's a practice day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's almost no way in any shape or form that an NFL team is going to be available. Not the guys who matter. Yeah. They're not going to be available on Saturday. They're going to be available on Tuesday. That's every, that's almost every team's kind of off day is a Tuesday exactly because you get Monday to you get Monday, you kind of look at film you get Tuesday pretty much off at right. least. that's how the Seahawks do it that's how a lot of teams do it everyone doesn't do it the same but that's kind of the yeah. most that's, do it on Tuesday yeah. and that's if that's you, the standard and that's, if you see yeah. your workout because also the NFL calendar day, uh, the NFL week it flips over on Wednesday so mm-hmm. Tuesday's kind of the last day of the NFL week there you go um, and so <clears throat> that's when you'll see your transactions that's when you'll see your workouts so it's already odd enough that they're trying to do this on a Saturday yeah um Another odd thing is that you do not need to have a combine for Colin Kaepernick because you can just do individual workouts. Yep. If teams are interested, they can bring Colin Kaepernick in, look at him himself, and that's going to be a much, it's a much better thing than doing a combine-style thing on a Saturday in Agreed. front of everybody. Because right. you can, it's more individual, it gets more tailored, you can talk. Bet it's more. It's, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it right. being on Saturday except for the fact that no one's going to be there. Yeah. But that's why you knew it was BS from the beginning. Yet and still, Colin Kaepernick decides he's going to go do that because yeah, right. he wants it. He, he wants a chance, right? He's and serious. he
3: did want to at least silence some of those people that said he didn't want to actually play he was just wanting to be an activist and, and wanted to have a the platform yeah. again
1: uh, like, of which yeah. there are many uh, Colin Kaepernick has always claimed he stayed in shape right this entire time mm-hmm. um, there have been various reports that say con Kaepernick doesn't want backup money he wants starter money right. he's not actually you know trying to play the game right. uh, if you ever talk to Colin Kaepernick or anyone affiliated with Colin Kaepernick like a, a Dave Zirin who mm-hmm. uh, is over at the nation he's mm-hmm. a reporter mm-hmm. they'll tell you up and down that con Kaepernick never said any of these things yeah. um, so there's always Been those that back and forth, those conflicting reports. And you know, if you're anti Con Kaepernick, you seem to seize on those reports. If you're not anti Con Kaepernick, you seize on the other reports because it's easy. That's just how the game goes. Everyone looks for information that you know supports their biases, and that's fine. Um, so Con Kaepernick uh sets it up, it becomes clear all 32 teams are not going to send. Representatives, not 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 representatives that have that have that have serious roster powers. Yeah. You're not going to see any GMs yeah, out there, or even really the advanced, the scouts that actually can you know do something. Right, like, they're going to send they're not sending their best.
0: Right. let's just put it that. So way. So what that kind of boils down to, and and before we even get too deep into what happened after this or the the side the setting up happened, what was the NFL's goal with doing this? Because it just seems like. It was all for show. Which Their is goal what,
3: was to get him to sign
1: a waiver that would keep him from suing them. Well, yeah. what was this well, well, I didn't actually hear well, that hey, well, again. They, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, in my okay. opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, that's they, what it boiled down yeah. to for me. Because that is a piece that I kind of forgot. They, uh, Colin Kaepernick during the time, during the three years, actually did sue the NFL mm-hmm. and won an undisclosed settlement. Right. That has ranged from people saying it's not that much to it's the greatest settlement in history. Settlements, it's, it's <laughs> been varying reports yeah, on what the is. settlement what actually entails. Right. He actually ended up winning his collusion lawsuit against mm-hmm. the NFL, or not winning because they, they settled. They settled. They settled, yeah, So yeah. that's not realistically that's not a because
3: he had information that was gonna, you know, most likely his people had information that was gonna incriminate some people. So, yeah.
1: well, you, you, you the Seahawks themselves kind of. There are multiple teams who kind of got themselves in trouble mm-hmm. with their owners and/or executives and/or coaches saying things that got them in trouble. The Seahawks exactly. among them. The Seahawks were subpoenaed to speak at mm-hmm. that because Pete Carroll basically said collusion-type stuff. Right. He didn't obviously come out and say, we're not signing Colin Kaepernick. Right. But he hinted at the idea that it's kind of hard right now for us to do that. So, right. So, yeah. anyway, he ended up winning that. Um, the so, end up-
0: so, I guess what I'm asking, because that that is a big piece I didn't know that they were going to have him sign a waiver for yeah. that. Like, I actually yeah, didn't know that. But, but what I'm wondering is, like, just on the surface, they're pitching this as a chance to show that Colin Kaepernick can still play football. Right. But, like Derek said, too, they're gonna do individual workouts if they care. Sure. You you find talent in the NFL. Like it's not the NFL doesn't give you talent. The NFL doesn't say like, hey, check out this quarterback we found. Right. Which makes no sense like on the surface, other than they were trying to do this for PR purposes, sure. which is what everybody believed and well, I mean, I it saw, kind of
1: builds into what Kaepernick I, ended up. Doing. I saw this pointed out and I thought it was a good take. I think Bomani Jones said this. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL, as we know, they really focus on PR. Sure. They love you know, as all business are. But I think the NFL's kind of microscopically like right. narrowly mindedly sp- mm-hmm. focused on PR mm-hmm. so they're like hey this will be good PR we can kind of squash this once and for all I don't think they had necessarily nefarious intentions in this respect I just think they're bad at this yeah. I, just think, I just think they're really unquote, bad at handling these kind of situations no, for real. and the only quote unquote <laughs> nefarious thing I can think of is that
0: they Officially told the 32 teams like, hey, y'all need to sign this man, and then they use this as cover for that. So now all any one of those teams has this out where they're like, well, we saw him at the combine, I'm and we sure. really liked him, or whatever. Another combine, well, another
3: workout. And, and there's some there's some layers to this because there was a few things that went down, and and Derek already talked about the short notice, uh, and and just the fact that the the day of the week was just off. But there was a few other things that you know when Cap said, okay, you know what. I'll agree to this but we've got a he had a a small list of demands that were by no means like crazy. Like, like for instance, who are my receivers going to be? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, and uh, who uh, you know, like, is there any way we can postpone this to like a Tuesday or, or at least give me an or extra another, week for so like, Right. <laughs> so that I can get some things together because you know, at this point, it's like, I haven't heard from anybody sort of a thing. So basically um, you know, I kind of talked about the, the waiver thing. So I want to be really clear players. When they have workouts with teams, um, which I mean, hell, there's you know probably workouts going on earlier this week. Players when they have workouts with teams, there's pretty much a kind of a run of the mill waiver that they sign. Mm-hmm. If you bust your ass while you out here trying out for us, you can't sue the team and this, that, and the other thing. And it's and it's pretty straightforward. Well, his kind of had something to the effect of it basically mentioned all 32 teams and and people involved with those teams and oh and by the way you can't file a lawsuit against any of these parties uh if you don't get hired and that was the part of it that according to what i've read is Mm -hmm. a little bit different than the typical waiver yeah it was it wasn't just a if you get hurt you don't sue us it was not only if you don't if you get hurt, but also if you don't get a job. Yeah, and that was uniquely so the wording specific, is, yeah. right? Well, and that was unique. my specific guess, my, my immediate gut situation. reaction would
0: be: a, the NFL is in charge of this waiver, which seems suspect on the surface mm-hmm. level, but maybe they didn't. You know, whatever. I don't care. Two, do they should already have this legal waiver in place for similar situations, right? Did they use their stock waiver, and is it just a really shitty waiver, no. or did they change it specifically? No, which they changed, yeah, they changed to it. To me, reeks of like, yeah. and well,
3: most people yeah. have said any lawyer or agent that's that would have allowed him to sign that, yeah. should have been fired on the spot yeah. because they said it was that ridiculous. Like
1: they, well, they, normally and normally when you're, because a you're working out individually, but b sure. you're you don't usually need a waiver. Yeah, yeah, you because you, it, it's both parties are acting in good faith right. in most it's situations. It's a job right. interview. Yeah. You know, you could get hired, you could not. Maybe right. we need you, maybe we don't. Yeah, right. We're trying to build a rapport because most times when people do workouts, NFL teams aren't looking to sign a dude on the spot. Mm-hmm. Most times, there's yeah. obviously special scenarios, injuries, things right. of that nature. But most times, they're doing due diligence, trying to build a relationship for later, sure. uh, for the off season. Hey, we spoke with you. We remember we were first. We were the right. we were the guys here first. We so, like he come in and do training camp with us don't do training camp with exactly. them do training camp with us there you go. most of the time it's it's relationship building is what's mm-hmm. going yeah. on mm-hmm. but they don't this sign re- the
0: fastest unless but, you're unless but you're this relationship
1: years. is already so strained that they feel like they need to cover their bases in right. case he doesn't get signed yeah. and at the same time, why wouldn't he get signed <laughs> He's, well, he's the best quarterback who's not playing football right now.
3: And and very in the uh, next out there. <laughs>
2: unquestioned
1: <laughs> 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 Tim T playing baseball. I and said what he, I said. And even if he that wasn't and even if he wasn't I said
3: he, what I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said. But, but like to me, like that alone is the big red flag. Like yeah. why so, but, yeah. so just to
1: finish it up, so it comes out that Colin Kaepernick kind of, I guess, feels like the fix is in. I, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what he he gets there right. on Saturday. They held, they hold it in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz uh, Dome yeah. because that's the newest, latest, best stadium. Sure. Hugh Jackson, former Cincinnati uh, Bengals mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, I don't know why I said them first. Forward Cleveland Browns set coach mm-hmm. was uh, leading the charge. <laughs> I got, I, I got, you <laughs> know, <laughs> in all, 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 all truthful, in all truthfulness, I, I. Was thinking I was going to say Cincinnati Bengals head coach realized in the middle that that was exactly wrong, yeah, yeah. Right. And so I switched, I switched, I uh, switched it up because he actually was that yeah. he was a coach. Uh, I used to them. used to cover the Bengals. That's a new Old one for you. Yeah, yeah. thirty three minute mark. I mentioned that I covered the hapless Cincinnati Bengals before they were hapless. They actually were good that year. I too have Google searched the <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a trusted reporter. I'm a veteran scribe. i got good at Twitter. On Twitter? Twitter oh, you know, I never. I never I, Twitter was like I, I I applied twice and Twitter both times was like Nah man come on. <laughs> no one trying to impersonate <laughs> you dog. <laughs> 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 hey man I'm the host of the Weekend to Take podcast. You're not the host. <laughs> Did you, <remember laughs> you didn't flip the coin this week. <laughs> I was, I was like, Damn it you're so good at this Twitter. Damn it Twitter. Um so anyway to finish this off Colin Kaepernick. He kind of feels like the uh, fix is in. Yeah. <laughs> Moves the workout. Some teams to host himself, basically, understandably. Basically, though, some yeah. t- brings his guys in to be the wide receivers and such. Uh some teams do still show up to that. Mm-hmm. The, the reports out of that now say that his he still has a lead arm talent, yeah. which no one would expect him to not. Right. Um basically the reports out of that were he looked really good. <laughs> Yet and still we are on the first of December and, and we haven't show. even heard a sniff, a whisper. Right. Uh, a rumor. You know, not from Ian Rappaport, not from Adam Schefter, not from Jake Laser, mm-hmm. not from, not from anybody. Right. N- not from, jo- not even from Jocena Anderson. <laughs> Official black correspondent at ESPN. stay, here. stay <laughs> here from Jocena come to the brothers. Like, Jocena does great work. Yeah, she she, she was, She's usually way more right than anybody else. Anyway. No, hot, that's a hot take for you, but it's a true take. <laughs> Follow her words. She's think, way more you. right than anybody else. I agree. Uh, because she's talking to the players. Yeah. Um, and that's what, actually why I like Jake Glazer as well, because he's talking to the players. Everybody else is usually getting their information from other sources. And, you know, not that the players can't be biased, but right. there's usually less incentive for them to be biased than yeah. some of these other uh, organizations.
2: Agreed,
1: uh, yeah. You know. Point B. No, we haven't heard a sniff <laughs> whisper nope. that Colin Kaepernick is. He's still yet to get a call. Gonna get a call, even a workout. Not, not just signed. Right. Gonna be brought into individually workout, and so that's where we are right at point. Not moment. even a
0: meeting. Like not even, <laughs> yeah. like, not even like, hey, swing right. by our offices.
1: We'll talk. Like, Besides no. this, yeah. this, so this basically at this point, self, uh, self-imposed workout that he did on mm-hmm. that Saturday. The Seahawks remain the only team to actually seriously consider right. employing Colin Kaepernick in the past the year of our Lord, two thousand and sixteen.
3: <laughs> and what's interesting is that like the part of the process that. He wanted, above any of this, outside of actually getting a job in the NFL, he wanted people to see him work out. And that's, I feel like, where initially the NFL kind of had him over a barrel because it was like, we're going to give him an opportunity to be seen by these people. But then the NFL reportedly overplayed their hand because they were like oh but by the way you can't have anybody record any of this from your side only our people can do it uh you can't you know you can't pick receivers you can't do this you can't do that yeah. so you know what was made out to look like a big debacle where he flipped on the NFL at the last second really was the result of hold on i'm not going to let you guys Uh, control the narrative when it comes to what's going to happen here, because if only NFL, you know, camera people and whatnot are involved in this, who the heck knows what people are going to see when it's all said and done. So, and he alluded to that, which I'm sure Derek will talk about this. He alluded to that in his brief, like 90 second. I'm done. You're back to host. Okay. (laughs) In his brief 90 second statement that he gave after the workout, Uh, He, you could obviously tell he was very clear about the fact that he was looking for transparency. He wanted everyone to be able to see what he was able to do. He wanted to, you know... You know, it's interesting because somebody said to me, oh, well, he's got... He went out and got his own guys to play receiver for him. Yeah, that's kind of how the NFL I mean, works. Yeah. You have dudes on a team with you that turns you know... Out, turns you out Julio wasn't available that way? <laughs> like, <so>, like, <laughs> it, yeah, it was only legit if we got a handful of guys that you've never, ever met before to come out here and run
1: routes that's for and you. That, <laughs> like, that's, that's part of the apparatus of setting up one of these workouts right. is getting guys who... It, it, getting NFL level talent mm-hmm. so that it, it looks good, for you which, he to, which he did. Which he did, which is hard because again, they did this on a Saturday when exactly. a lot of people aren't available.
3: Exactly. So, <laughs> so they, yeah, they were extremely unwilling to let him. Like even, even dudes who are free agents Friday. aren't really going to
1: be available on a Saturday on that. Sort exactly, of a and that was the
3: part that kind of it really annoyed me because it was like he made do with a really messed up situation. And when it was all said and done, and I almost feel like this kind of angered people even more about him, he actually was able to do what was supposed to be done, which was to have this workout, come out and throw passes, uh, come out and throw the whole route tree. He came out and did all those things. The biggest difference was he didn't sign that waiver, which, again, experts have said any agent that allows him to sign that waiver should probably be fired. And he didn't allow them to basically... Oh, cross their fingers and figure out if they can get him some some pass catchers to come out and and, and do this workout. Yeah. He he took the initiative, you know, and he and he came out and he made it happen, and people saw it. And I almost feel like literally, it's almost like the NFL is upset that he actually made that happen and that people were able to see it in full because mm-hmm. the footage is out there. Like it's so that's not, what you know. That's what
0: is so confusing about it to me. Like when I'm trying to understand, because I I truly in my heart. A, I know that the NFL is capable of, of being shady. Oh, yeah. Obviously, they're capable of sure. it. But I truly, at this moment, believe that this wasn't done from a shady place. Mm. But if it wasn't done from a shady place, why assume so much control over it? Right. Well, uh, Hugh Jackson was basically the face of the NFL yeah. for this, which to me is a red flag because sure. while, yeah, Hugh Jackson's great as as a, a, a talent coach in this sense. I mean, he, well, he's... He's a, he's a good talent, by the way. That's does, what I'm he saying. Like he, he has a, a good rapport. With I respect right. that he's in charge of this, but why put him in charge of it? Like, why make this guy the go-all for, like, this? And to me, it feels like uh, a scapegoat.
1: Well, let's see. And, I, like, I don't like everything was, about it. I was going to ask y'all a question, which is... Well, not ask y'all a question. I was going to posit this to y'all, though. And that's that uh, the NFL, time and time again, this is like, become... It's almost become a theme of the podcast. Sure. <laughs> that the NFL act in a 1970s, 80s type of way to 2010 type problems. They want to flex all this control in a a land of transparency. There's so much transparency in the world these days where Mm. you, it's kind of like Donald Trump. Donald Trump acts like a 1950s type dude in a land where everything you do and say is everywhere and it can be broadcasted everywhere and that's how the NFL that's where the NFL continues to lack Mm -hmm. Uh, whenever it comes to doing something and trying to be transparent they want to exert way too much control and I don't know why that is and then they like well Hugh Jackson he's let's be frank he's black he's he's affable which is why it just feels bad because and I'm not going to get too off
0: topic of what you're saying but I'm saying like all the head coaches in the NFL very few of them have been black. Mm-hmm. How'd y'all find the one black coach that was free? like sure. I, to me? That just
1: doesn't seem right,
0: right. <laughs> but, anyways, I'm sorry. Well, I for that. the NFL, oh, I, I, know, no, yeah, I, yeah. we're all saying
1: the same thing for the NFL. Yeah. That's just how the logic goes yeah. because the, uh, the, uh, there's not only white people in the NFL's front office, they have black people in yeah. there, right. but they're from they're like former 1970s players, so they right. don't have an updated mindset for this, of course, either. So. Uh, all those people work for the NFL PA. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the whole system just feels like company
0: man. Like, yeah. like we want we want y'all to be the company man at all times, and that's I don't think in this sense it's it's coming from a malicious standpoint. Like they're trying to ostracize Colin Kaepernick. I just feel like sure they they put too many rules on it and it wasn't a fair look. But why even give them the look? Why not just tell the teams officially or unofficially? Right. We want
1: y'all to look at Colin Kaepernick.
0: Like I don't I don't get why they can't get that transparency. What? Which I know, I know, I why, mean, it's, but it's the,
1: it's the, I mean, this has been their problem from the start. Yeah. They've been yeah. micromanaging this, the, this 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 could have already gone away if not for owners making this stay in the, 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 owners have been ironically the people who have made this stay in the in the zeitgeist for as long as it did. Agreed. The NBA, the MLB, anybody, everybody else has been done with this issue. Mm-hmm. They've been resolved it, and the NBA actually said no, you can't kneel during the national anthem, and they've been done with this issue yeah. because they gave, they ceded control where they needed to to the players, and they they were done. If they had just, if the NFL wasn't so dependent. On image, And they weren't so, hey, this is... Because I truly believe when they think that Colin Kaepernick is going to be a locker room distraction, they believe that. Right. But it's stupid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's dumb. Agree. If you let Colin Kaepernick in your locker room, maybe one, two, three weeks, it might be a distraction. Yeah. For whatever that matters to your players around you who are professionals and should be able to do their jobs, whether there's extra media around or not. Yeah, people but,
0: fight actively on teams, yeah, but at the end of the day,
1: they're trying to win football games. Exactly. Like, they're going to put it behind them. There's to an ten thousand other distractions that are more <laughs> relevant than whatever yeah. Colin Kaepernick would bring into your locker room. Uh, but they truly believe that. That's you know that's how they did the Michael Sam thing. They're like, oh, he'll be a distraction exactly. because he's openly gay, and it's just like it's no. It's another. it'll thing. be a distraction maybe for three weeks if that and then eventually things will go back to normal things always go back to normal but yeah. the NFL never treats problems like that and so they make problems that are not problems even bigger problems or problems that are problems they make them they make them the, the worst problem yeah. and so the NFL continuing to bungle this even where you can look and see hey I think maybe they had good intentions this time yeah. it doesn't surprise anybody because when you exert that much level of control on everything like when you micromanage to that level it's yeah. always going to blow up in your face I like this is like what I tell like parents and I'm not a parent, but like when you micromanage a kid. Yeah, please tell parents. No, yeah, sorry, no, I know when you micromanage your kid, like that's how it like you can't control every scenario. Right. So you at a certain point you have to give them the tools. Yep. And I'm sure Terrell can speak to this way more yep. than I can. You gotta Agreed. give them the tools and you gotta trust them. Yep. Because there's they gotta be able to make these decisions themselves. Exactly. And so the NFL is the over parent. <laughs> like Right. The the helicopter parent who just won't let their kids kind of grow up.
0: I, I think though, even I, honestly, we don't know how much, although we can surmise.
2: Parents
1: planning from their <laughs> No, I can. I can. another segment of the podcast.
0: How much they're actually basically, we don't know exactly the extent of how much the NFL is at the mercy of the owners. We can surmise that the owners entirely run the NFL because we've long thought that Roger Goodell is just a mouthpiece for the NFL. So in this case. You know, not to to take away from your parent analogy, because it's basically that. Like, this is a case where they're micromanaging everything. But, like, to an extent, I can't help but wonder... Is this a case of the NFL listening to all 32 of their kids when at a certain point you just need to tell the kids to shut up and do, and do what you tell them to do? And I think the NFL is hurting themselves actively by allowing this. Like the NFL is looking at the interest of all 32 teams instead of looking at the interest of the brand. Sure. And, and I don't understand why they just can't. I mean, I know why, but it just it's frustrating. because It's like, why can't you all figure this out? But to tie back to, to the Kaepernick thing when he started his own thing, I can't speak to the waiver thing. Although I believe it entirely based off of what you've told me for that. But I, I I can't speak to the waiver thing. But I did have a question at the beginning of the week, just as devil's advocate, why he didn't just go to the workout and then host his own workout afterwards. For him to stiff the NFL in this situation, to me it feels like that doesn't actively hurt his chances if he is NFL ready. And I believe he is. But I don't think it actively hurts his NFL chances unless he felt it was that stacked against him that it would have looked horrible. So part of me questioned that but I didn't go full overblown like what everybody else was doing where they're like obviously he's got something to hide or he he doesn't want everybody to see him because he's not in true form which is just a a ridiculous thing to say
1: just uh, going off of what Terrell said I think probably the reason excuse me sorry about that wow that's (laughs) terrible radio (laughs) (laughs) Uh, something something just destroyed my stomach in real time so there's an orc right (laughs) yeah yeah, uh. yeah Um, but <laughs> to, to, to point, the, probably the hole up there was that he didn't want to sign that waiver. Yeah, which, no, that's right. what I'm saying. If so, that is the
3: case, and that makes perfect sense to
1: me. I, I have a theory
3: on that, actually, though, because think about it this way. Right now, a lot of the issue with Cap right now is it's a lot of the NFL against him. It's the NFL's word against him, and you've got a handful of GMs and owners back when this all jumped off that were kind of putting out their narrative, and then basically what happened was The vast majority of the fan base um, went with the the owners and the GM's narrative, and they didn't want to hear what Cap had to say. So to answer your question, Mm -hmm. at least from my standpoint, in regards to why he didn't do their workout, let them record it, let them say whatever they wanted to say, and then go do his own. The biggest concern I have with that is, yes, the waiver, but let's just say the waiver wasn't in the equation. My concern is, is that you put yourself right back into a he said, she said with the yeah, because uh, you're at the NFL. mercy of them, right? Because they can go out and they can edit up a tape and show every pass that wasn't caught and say that this was. Pretty much what your workout was about. Could you imagine? And then that you time show line. yours, and it's like totally yeah. different, you know. And that's saying? a real fear,
0: yeah. and I don't want to downplay that fear. But could you imagine that timeline where the NFL just releases an edited
3: day? Yeah, oh. seriously. And I know. And, yeah, it's, and, it's, and like they literally yeah. find like every catch that was dropped because let's be yeah. honest, in true media fashion, what do they do? Oh, yeah. Typically, and we're talking media generally. Well, in this case,
0: speaking, especially because you're trying to prove beat. Kaepernick can right. still play. So if you're if he can't make or a throw, then he can't. <laughs> and Hugh Jackson was the mouthpiece for that for the NFL right. because he did a little bit of damage control mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. Um, he made the ESPN rounds and everything. Yeah. And one of the big things he said is that it felt like they had a failure to communicate right. the workout properly. Mm-hmm. And he said that we wanted to, as the NFL, we wanted to show that he could throw under duress. Sure. And that was like a weird thing that they kept harping so on. So in other
3: words, just what, like grab the dudes that were the yeah. editors at the stadium. And that's there. what we're saying. And, and <laughs> people just were saying, A, routes.
0: one, one, block for your damn quarterback. Sure. Like that's not a talent you necessarily want from right. a quarterback. Like yeah, right. obviously you don't want him throwing picks, but come on exactly. now. Like he's not gonna be always under duress unless you right. will suck that much. Right. Two or A or B, I don't even know what I said, but two right. <laughs> A oh. and two <laughs> he uh two <laughs> He eight. uh what's it called? He he basically that he proved it all in the workout that yeah. he did. Like they. Yeah. For him to come on after knowing that that workout existed. Oh, and Hugh Jackson's straight upset on TV. Like, oh, I didn't watch any of the footage of that.
2: I'm
1: like, what, yeah. what the hell? Well, because exactly. A, he doesn't care, but sure. I mean, and then bullet point. <laughs> bullet point? Bullet point three?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. And about. then dash. No, I do that.
0: <laughs> ellipses. Oh, wait a little aside. I hate doing A and B. I had to top myself out of it because if you
1: do that oh, on things okay. like Facebook, yeah, Messenger and it, turns it does to, the it cool tool, face emoji. To, <laughs> the, you know how many times I press enter only, only for cool yeah. face man to haunt my... Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, I did not want to put cool face so in the middle of like a, a, As a joke, when uh, yeah,
0: I type it, I'll do like A and then two, and people will be like, what the hell is this? I'm like, just trust me. <laughs> if I did I, B, y'all would be <laughs> even f-
1: more confusing. I have a five-point rant and now in the middle, cool face man is here. <laughs> Nah, that's not cool. Cool face, man. Breaking in like Kool Aid, dude. Oh yeah! No, no Kool Aid. Why are you here? No cool face, man. Leave my five point dissertation. Thank you Why are you
0: here I think it's telling That we both have Made lists multiple times On this To where that's a real
1: problem That's why they gave us A podcast And by they I mean us I mean the powers that be And by the powers that be I mean me, you, Terrell And Austin The whole thing is just Real frustrating There's four people now Me, you, Terrell And Austin
0: The Oxford comma Yeah Yeah you said yeah No you
1: said yeah Uh, You know I'm a respected Journalist and I don't use The Oxford comma How dare you (laughs) (laughs) AP style baby All day All day (laughs) repping it. Who wrote the dictionary? Uh, Webster.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I was, that was mostly a joke, but I feel I, like that was appropriate. Webster, a little
3: job. dude from a TV show? Yeah, yeah, man. The Entire dictionary.
1: Written by, I was trying to think of that dude's name, that his actual name, but I can't think of that dude's name Yeah, Written by Webster. And a like, nice white man that took him in, helped him. <laughs> there was a lot
3: of shows about that in the 80s right away. Different strokes, Webster, yeah. Hey,
0: that's
1: what happened to K. Ca- no, I'm hey, girl. man, white folks. been saving that. that was <laughs> say. That's what happened to ca-
3: <laughs> White folks been saving us since the 80s, <laughs> bro. This
1: is the most racial transition we've ever had. What a transition, Austin. I mean, it worked, but, hey, uh, but. I approve this message. I mean, you are the host. Get, get control back of this, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, it's no, under no, ha- chaos. Se- when, seriously, bro. though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, real talk, though. Um, like I said, I, I feel like and it's interesting to me because if you're of the idea that the NFL was out there to make him look bad or was out there to somehow pull the rug out from under him if that is your idea then both sides kind of accomplished what they wanted to accomplish with the exception of cap is not uh employed by the NFL right now but <laughs> he got to show people that he could play now let's remember part of the narrative Back when this all jumped off, and when he was first, uh, when he first left the league, or was, you know, so to speak, kicked out of the league, let's remember what the narrative was. You had a handful of GMs, coaches claiming that he could not play. Claiming no. that he wasn't very good. You had fans saying he wasn't very good. He was what? trash. Blah blah swore blah blah blah. It. Yeah, like he was horrible and they swore by it. It was so well, funny, I don't mean to hijack, but just on that they didn't give him a tryout. Right.
0: It wasn't that he wasn't he didn't make the
3: cut. Right. Yeah, it wasn't was, yeah. like yeah, exactly. And then, you know, I've heard narratives like, Oh, he got beat out by Blaine Gabbard. Okay, so first of all, he was actually injured that entire offseason. And he really wasn't ready to play from a physical standpoint. And then the funny thing is, is that when he was finally healthy, he took the job back. Yeah. He, so he, it's just, and, and he actually looked pretty good. Now he had nothing around him by the time he got back, and so thus they ended up going, I believe, two and fourteen. Yeah, but his numbers were actually. But really good. his numbers were actually good. quite and, and good. He yes. sent Blaine
1: Gabbert back to the bench where Blaine Gabbert was. Exactly. And I mean, he did not get beat out by Blaine Gabbert. Exactly. And can you, because At the end of the year, the exactly. last start of the game. That was Colin Kaepernick. There you go. Yeah. When it oh, mattered right. for them, yeah. Or, it, or, you or, or alternatively, to... in an alternative universe, Blaine Gabbert was being saved because mm. the season was already over and you mm. want to keep your quarterback of the future safe.
0: Which is what a backup's for, which is why you get Colin Kaepernick. But anyways. <laughs> like, <laughs> <always> <laughs> so but frustrating. Yeah, so, but but like, yeah. even this year, there's three quarterbacks offhand that have had great seasons. Sure. That were trash. Like I just want to make, ago, wait, like I'm sorry, Patrick, I, and, yeah. I hate to
1: interrupt you again, but yes. I just want to make it very painfully <laughs> obvious that I don't think that Blaine Gabbard should ever be the future <laughs> of your franchise. And that was a joke. That was sorry. No, yeah, no, yeah. I just want. I, I don't even want to be <laughs> associated with anyone thinking that I was saying that for real. Like the GM that walks into the room. So we got to
3: keep <laughs> Blaine Gabbert fresh. <laughs> we got to keep. I Blaine fresh, really like that fresh, Blaine dude. kid. Yeah, but like no, but I mean seriously I though, I, I really do. I, I really do believe that. I think when it was all said and done, this was the first opportunity that he had to dispel the rumor that he could not play because that was something that people were saying now, honestly. And it was so funny to me because I was reading some of the comments from when he posted, you know, and different people that have posted the workout. um, And it was so funny to me because I would see all these people that, you could tell, obviously, had no sort of expertise when it came to pass throwing or anything of that nature, and it was hilarious to be "Well, his that that he still has a delay in his in his windup, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he still seems to uh, his his throw his style is not compact enough, and he doesn't get the ball, and it takes him to and I and I'm looking at this and I'm cracking up
1: <laughs> because I feel exactly,
3: <laughs> and so I'm like looking at this and I'm like, word, like okay, so basically all these are chair quarterbacks not to use the cliche are out here saying that you know they're trying to break down his throwing motion and it was so hilarious because his throwing motion yes meanwhile he was completing every pass on the run 55 yards down the field you name it he hit pretty much every pass that you could think of in in the route tree and you know, people still wanted to continue the narrative that, oh, well, he's not very good. He can't play. So he got a chance to dispel that rumor amongst people that maybe might have been on the fence. Uh, But the NFL also got to continue the narrative on their side that he's a problem and a distraction. And look what he did when we tried to give him an opportunity. He bit the hand that could potentially feed him when it really wasn't. The case. And so that's the part of it that really annoys the heck out of me is that this dude came out and he just wanted a fair opportunity to try out for these teams. And they tried to basically get him to sign away, you know, certain rights, yeah, which that is ironic in itself yeah. that they're trying to get him to sign away certain rights. Um, you know, you know, when you think about his know your rights campaign that he has and that's a social media thing that he does that my, I'm not gonna I go guess my flip side question I just, I, I
1: just want you to know, Terrell, just because you say not to be cliche, but then you use the cliche, yeah. you're still you know, you still being cliche.
3: You can still acknowledge the cliche. So, so in other words, I'm being cliche by saying not to use not to be cliche. <laughs> and I'm so perfectly the appropriate fine. way to
1: say <laughs> it is, now you're stuck in a time loop. I'm perfectly fine.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say the appropriate way is to say
3: like not to is use the a cliche, t- not wait,
0: to wait, use your hey, cliche. Hey, but
3: hey, I'm gonna use
1: the cliche. And now here's a cliche. Time
3: loop like like <laughs> with, is it a time loop like Tarell, with Tarell with Huffman when come back to when Will when Will is a Huffman. cop Looper, in LAPD and he has a partner that's an orc.
1: <laughs> Terrell <laughs> <And laughs> continues to. I will always evolve. This is right.
3: I guarantee you.
1: <laughs> we see Terrell's done his homework. But
0: like right. what, I'm, what I'm so confused about or not confused about because the the, the, the waiver is the big hole. No, it's confusing. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah, like a. Kaepernick's been, for the most part, very transparent about this process, sure. at least as far as we can tell. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, if you doubt it, you doubt it. Mm-hmm. But why not say that? Like, why not say the reason I didn't do this workout wasn't because of I didn't like the workout or I didn't think it was a fair shake. Why not say the, one of the main things was because of this waiver? I would fully be on board then be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, shit, that's right. a great reason. I understand it. But right. on the flip side, you know, maybe that wasn't in the, the forefront of his mind. Maybe he was more worried about performance, which is a legitimate concern. But I think it would have done him more of a service to do it, which is a shitty thing to say because you don't want to say like, "Oh, you got to do, you got to play the man's game to do it." But in this particular instance, I felt like he didn't have as much to lose to just do it sure. and then host his own workout and be like, "Look, I want to do my own workout with my own people, so you can see what I can really do," because I don't feel that was a fair shake.
1: I do, I do but, think in certain aspects, there's certain times where it's like you need to play the game to get along. Yeah, um, I don't think this is one of those times. No, there. yeah. To, mean, be, to be fair, I mean, we, him, we, yeah. we, I don't think we have much you know, disagreement here, but I will say, like, if... I'm perfectly fine with the idea of yo. They disrespected me in every avenue of this experience. Yeah, you f them. I'm not. Also, the I'm, NFL not, I'm is not signing yeah, yeah, it. The, yeah, yeah, the teams will. Yeah, I, I don't care about your little faux workout yeah. that you missed, man. Even if it's just not even. Even if he himself sniffed out that, you know, they're not trying to screw me intentionally, but they're just terrible at this. Yeah, I, I think yeah. he's well within his right to say, you know, what? I'm not doing this dog and yeah. pony show for you. Just, I'm, I'm out. And I'm, he did the smart thing the by
0: leveraging it either way because yeah, he had really. his own workout. Because if he had just and announced and have a workout and team still showed
1: up. Yeah, you know exactly. So I, I guess you know the same amount of coverage he was going to get anyway. still pretty much happened. Yeah, well, well it worked
0: I, out I, in that sense. And then he still hasn't got a job. But I mean, agreed.
1: <laughs> well,
3: I mean, I tell you, what, and we'll we'll cover this more on the other side of our little commercial break here. But um, yeah, man, I mean, we think our sponsor will be today. Uh, you know, I, I don't know, but we're about to find out. I um, hope he's got some Black Friday deals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> side Monday. I hope he side does. Of Monday. Man. We're going to go into Cyber Monday with that one. <laughs> but yeah. yeah we're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial will break here both be passed
1: by the time that they hear this so we hear I can't go. wait to hear about the Black going, Friday and Cyber yeah. Monday deals that they're never gonna get a
2: chance to see <laughs> hey. how be long before
3: you're not allowed to call it Black Friday
2: anymore oh. <laughs> Uh oh I, I think <laughs> to, uh, a little preview.
0: To, to be fair so this is something that I actually like knowing because it's, it's like <laughs> douchey knowledge but the reason why is because that was the day that businesses go in the black yeah. but I love the fact that everybody calls it Black Friday so yeah. it's got like this whole new Connotation. Yeah. Well, I love it every yeah. year yeah. at
1: least one person I know posts that why is meme. there a wife no 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 post that, <laughs> that meme about Black Friday where it's like Black Friday is called Black Friday because that's when the slaves used to be auctioned <laughs> off and it's like okay well guy like there's some legitimate African American history that you could be bestowing upon us that is not it because that is not why it's called Black Friday <laughs> this, no, this no, is no, when no, the, sla- no. the slaves used to be auctioned yeah. after Thanksgiving on a Friday thank uh, you have thank you, you been, Hotep have you
3: been, <laughs> return, <laughs> return return have your... you been to Walmart.
1: I used to work for Walmart, so I know. had too, and so I know firsthand so 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 first they suck. Yeah, <laughs> We're never going to be sponsored by. They're not a sponsor coming up. Walmart, no. Nope, not <laughs> there them. it is. No, nope. not their black Friday deals won't be on this podcast. <laughs> they did get Terry Crews though. They, oh. they caught my attention for a second because I'm oh, like, oh, hey. oh Terry, what's up? Oh no, not Terry. Uh, I mean, he's getting paid for it, uh, as far as sure. I know. I mean, if he's only hey. if he's getting paid an amount of money that will put Walmart out of business well, first Walmart. of all hey first of
3: all Thespian and Poppy would do mad commercials he had the opportunity
1: so Walmart Thespian who, and Poppy is you, in no way affiliated with the text of the weekend Walmart, today. So
3: Walmart why are you bullshitting i like, let you it's boy it's that being said we gonna hear from our uh, lovely sponsors not Walmart <laughs> Terrell you
1: coward we gonna get up with y'all after the break it's John Thomas Aloysius Booth here on behalf of Teach Charters, official charters of the Memphis Grizzlies. And in lieu of some uh, financial difficulties, we're offering some spectacular Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals.
0: You brought me in to look at these numbers, and let me be very clear this is not financial difficulties. You are hemorrhaging money, you're being sued.
1: <laughs> Lawsuits, what are those? <laughs> We are now cutting back on our limousine service, so now you can own that limousine for just five easy payments of $699.99. You don't have time for payment plans. You need to sell all of this. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought that up. We've also furloughed our trusty intern, Antonio, Antonio Jackson. <laughs> Antonio Tony Jackson, excuse me. And he sent, we sent him back to BK, uh, uh, Brooklyn, if you will. And so you can now uh, hire and and use Mr. T- Antonio Jackson as your very own driver for just 5 payments of $699.99. You can't sell your employees like you can't rent out an employee what are you doing i'm a billionaire we can sell whatever we like um and also in addition to that uh we are now selling the licensing agreement that we have with the memphis grizzlies so you can become the official charters of the memphis grizzlies for just three payments of $699.99 i'm glad you brought that up you have 500 unopened letters from the memphis grizzlies do you know what this is about I'm sure they're just thanking us for being a trusted sponsor for so many years because we are, you know, of course, the official charters of the Memphis Am I getting paid for any of this? <laughs> we didn't even pay Antonio, Tony Jackson. <laughs> That's, so go to uh, JNTChartersPlus.com and see the rest of our uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. That's J&T charters Plus on J&T Charters, official charters of the Memphis
3: Yeah, for now, I'm calling Tony. We're back with the weekend to take. And we're going to kind of wrap up this week before we go into uh, Is This Your King? Everyone's favorite segment. segment. My, My favorite segment. Then your, your favorite there's, segment. There's only two segments yeah. for the record. no Oh, no, we got we got the first uh, take now. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. The, yeah, we got, right. what, what, was the segment? what was the one I, I created
1: three. for me? I created one for me just now. We have all sorts of segments that are never going to be real. But I was used. talking about, like, the, the first 50 minutes of one
3: segment. <laughs> I was like, that's segment one. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> 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 gigantic segment. Uh, that being said, I mean, just to kind of, you know, put a bow on this uh, Colin Kaepernick thing, and I, I really do hope... Uh, that he does play in the NFL again. But bottom line is is that, I don't know, I, I'm not in agreement with the idea that, well, you know, both parties screwed up. No, I, I think the NFL had an opportunity uh, to really kind of be behind the scenes, if it makes any sense with this thing, and they could have just basically, because I'm pretty sure there's a handful of owners, and this is my opinion, I think there's a handful of owners that basically run the show for the NFL, and they basically dictate what other owners do. And they all Um, beef with Robert Kraft. Exactly. And And so, like, bottom line is, is that I'm sure there are some owners and some GMs that probably want to give this guy a shot, a normal shot, the typical shot that most you know free agents get and I honestly feel like that small handful of owners just are, that don't want to allow that to happen so the NFL tried to you know tried to dress this thing up and and make it look cute but realistically you know he didn't get a fair shake uh but I am happy that he got to show people that he is indeed still uh capable of playing this game hopefully that you know comes out to him actually getting an opportunity, a real opportunity with a team. Uh, But bottom line is, is I feel like mission was accomplished. And I kind of alluded to this earlier. I feel like his mission was accomplished because he showed people he could still play. Um, But unfortunately, I feel like the NFL's mission was also accomplished because, well, they got to continue the sort of two side narrative that well this is what we believe versus this is what you know he
1: believes so and the nfl now can always point to the fact that hey we tried to set up right whether it's true false or right or or in between they can always go back right and say we gave this man a chance to work out for us in front of 32 teams and Mm -hmm. he turned us down right which is what at bare minimum that was that as ridiculous as that is yeah at at bare minimum they're like we can either do this or if it goes this way we can do this and just just one second before you completely wrap up uh, to your point that I think about some owners want to give them a fair shake I think that's already been proven yeah. Through the Seahawks, sure. who even as stupid as they made themselves look, mm-hmm. I truly believe Pete Carroll probably at that time, yeah. Paul Allen, rest in peace, he was alive at the time, and Josh Snyder kind of thought saw themselves as, hey, we'll kind of put our credibility into this, right. this into this, and they'll we'll say, hey, this man looks good, mm-hmm. he should be on someone's team, he's a starter, yes. he's a starter, we, we have a starter, we don't need him, but exactly. he's a starter, yeah, exactly. and they were gonna, like they're trying to put some of their credibility on the line so that to show, hey. Trying, yeah. I think they thought they were doing Colin a solid because right. they had a good relationship with Colin. He'd been in the division from the past. Sure. And they know him. Russell's probably knew him as well, sure. blah, blah, blah. Uh, some of the Seahawks' defense respected him greatly at the mm-hmm. time. Michael mm-hmm. Bennett, Richard Sherman, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So mm-hmm. I think that was something they tried to do as well to give them a little bit more credit than I did earlier yeah. was they were trying to put their credibility yeah. on the line. I do so think that, that was part of it. So yeah. that other teams would be like, all right, now we know we have the mandate because right. the Seahawks' They tried managed. to
3: break the seal on the situation and try to, you know, hey, you know, there's a few. there's got to be a few other teams that are going to follow our lead and. Unfortunately, they were wrong.
0: One thing I don't quite know why they don't try, um, just because I'm thinking, like, as an outsider, but like, what what's the harm of asking your team? But, like, look, we're just going to have a, a not even like an f- official team meeting, just have them do a damn poll or something and be like, look we're thinking about interviewing Kaepernick what do y'all think yes or no do you want would you play with Kaepernick I would,
1: well, I, you, yeah, but, Austin giving players control <laughs> I know
0: but that's what I'm saying what? Like,
1: what? you what? could even fake this the is, damn result this is, <laughs> just this ask him that's is, is the hilarious part middle, about you, it though totally you always is, be yeah. you Low key they don't have some put sneaky in stuff, man. Way. Like I know you wouldn't do it that way, but sometimes you say some sneaky things, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, they can just lie.
2: <laughs> they can just lie and say yeah. what
0: nobody wanted them. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you even if you believe the evil side of it, do PR
1: for yourselves yeah.
0: and give well, we, a voice. Like well, <laughs> we, yeah. we, every yeah. week
2: we
1: talk about how people even <laughs> yeah. even from a nefarious standpoint won't do the bare minimum PR required to keep their business afloat in the true. correct in the correct way. Like just true. as a
0: business owner. If if 95% of you take, because I feel like that's how that vote's got to go. We're right, going right.
1: to change this to the PR podcast yeah, where we, we just fix, we fix, every, fix, we fix everyone's terrible We didn't terrible fix PR. the
0: Astros. We took them to task.
1: We we <laughs> I mean, in <it laughs> fairness to us, we gave them a way to fix it that they could have taken originally. And then we decided, hey, but now you're, you're fucked. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, hindsight. There yeah. you go. Hindsight PR. Yeah. Hindsight but like, PR. I feel like that vote's got to go 90%. Another segment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 95% vote like the players will be like yeah we'll play with Cabernet mm-hmm. as a business owner that's your that's your release of liability You'll be like Agreed. well the players said we can do it I mean I don't I don't know it's just dumb right no, no that makes sense be the because
3: they, they keep putting it back on the fans like the fans don't want to see it and it's like well yeah well the fans support the players and the fans support the players and the players say they want him then you know where's your excuse? I'm not so, even a
0: fan of the Cleveland yeah. Browns, but I have Baker Mayfield on my fantasy this year, and I don't want to see Baker touch a damn football. Ooh, you can't like tell that. me the fans wouldn't care if
1: it's a hell of a dancer, yeah. though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, dance.
1: so now that Terrell has wrapped up that segment, <laughs> oh, we're gonna go into you know, this is interesting because for the first time ever, mm-hmm. we're gonna do a Is This Your King segment mm-hmm. as a basically kind of a tease because now we have an actual Is This Your King episode, yes. coming up. Oh, sh- so you You know, this will drop This will drop on Wednesday After Black Friday and Cyber Monday Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Clearly have already passed Um, And then on Saturday The first pop culture podcast Hmm. will, will, Will be up it's basically be an extended version of, the, of of this segment. It's going to be lit. It's going to. That's what the kids lit. say. It's, it's going to be lit. Yeah, true. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what we say. That, kids. No, but that
0: unironically got into my vocabulary. <laughs> well, I ain't going to lie. No, it is. Yeah.
1: There's definitely, <laughs> there definitely some things that yeah. you start saying ironically yeah. Yeah. that, that, was a really that good become yeah. unironic at a certain yeah. point, and lit latest definitely has crossed over. It has crossover appeal. Um and so this week because you know I've been taking everybody to test lately you know if you listen to the last four episodes we dropped bro I I'm fu- I'm letting Teams and people on fire left and yes, right. Austin, <laughs> Austin took a. <laughs> Austin took a very distracted taking to Michael task. T- 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 I also kind of helped with taking Michael test. T- t- <laughs> it's finally it's Terrell's turn to get some blood on his hands, yeah, man. man. So Terrell, I heard. I you got people from New Orleans. I was trying to set it up a little nicer than that, but yeah, I guess so. I heard you was trying not to go to Mardi Gras ever again, man. Go ahead.
0: Look, man. Hold on, we gotta ask a question though. Hold on. So, so the question is. Yeah, New know. Orleans fans. And, and the city of New Orleans. Oh, and the city of New Orleans. Two,
3: two <laughs> you separate. You know what? Look. Is this your...
0: Are they your kings? Are these your Mardi Gras kings?
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, king cake. King cake. We could, we could spin this in many directions. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to say this, okay? New Orleans Saints fans...
2: As a <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. before he really gets into it, you know
1: this is about to be something terrible because he said New Orleans Saints fans. The way he said it, you I'm addressing all you. <laughs> Did you hear the indignation in my voice, New Orleans Saints fans? Let me tell
3: y'all something. And this, this is getting on my nerves. Okay, I, I, I'm about to give y'all a little a little this verbal smoke. Okay, so first of all, as a Niners fan, which y'all have already been made aware of. um, you know what I've been sick and tired all season of hearing about <laughs> th- th- thank you sir I- I've been sick and tired of hearing about the how the Niners haven't played anybody and how they're not for real and so on and so on and so on and for the last six weeks New Orleans fans has been, ha- fan has been saying well I can't wait till they come up here to New Orleans we gonna get in that ass da 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 okay let me explain something to y'all first of all um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Drew Brees.
3: <laughs> okay. Drew Brees, who's also going to get a little bit of this, is this your king smoke? Uh, I understand everything that Drew Brees has done in his career, and he's probably one of the top five quarterbacks ever. But let me explain something. One of the, to
2: the legends you. of the game. Teddy, I love
3: Drew Brees. Listen, I, 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 listen, I, I, Drew Brees is listen. a good friend of mine. i, I <laughs> take off with Drew Brees. And you, sir, know Drew Brees. But look. Drew Brees went out for six weeks. Teddy Bridgewater came in, and the and the steam it just kept rolling. Okay, so my point is this. Stop telling me about how fantastic your team is and how y'all going to hand the 49ers another loss and y'all going to whoop that ass and all this stuff like that. Because you know what? Ever since Drew Brees came back, y'all been looking pretty damn pedestrian against some trash-ass teams.
2: Okay? (laughs) So I'm
3: sick and tired of hearing about how, man, when the 49ers come up here, we going to whoop that ass.
2: Because the bottom line
3: is is that if the team that's been playing for the last three weeks is the team that you're going to throw out there against the 49ers, that ass is getting whooped. Point break, period. Ooh. All right. So that being said, or was it period? New Orleans Saints. <laughs> period. <laughs> and to a and to a lower extent, Drew Brees, I it on purpose. I Is I this it your king? Lower <laughs> extent.
1: Nah. Nah. Man. <laughs> you just put Drew Brees in the dirt, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs>
3: I, I mean, look, I I, I like Drew Brees, yeah, but like man, come Drew, on, John. Drew
1: Brees is a good Stop telling
3: me come on, man. Like they look better with Teddy Bridgewater they for six weeks than they do than they did with him for the last three. Like his first game he came back he looked fantastic and in the last 3 games he had been looking like okay. Yeah, you you real salty man.
1: What what did the 49ers win or lose today? <laughs>
3: Why oh, you ask a question? I just want to know. Just this context. So, since you brought it up, that's <laughs> even made this even worse because now New Orleans fans is basically saying, uh, "Well, you saw what happened to them today, so thus we are just going to totally fans. destroy them." So so what are you talking about? First of all, last time I checked, Drew Brees was not Lamar Jackson.
1: When did Saints fans okay? become
3: Socrates? <laughs> hey, look, ask ask Aaron Rodgers if you want to see. It, it, ask Aaron Rodgers if Drew Brees yeah, wants to see the yo, 49ers defense. Yo, run, ask him, Aaron Rodgers. run, run them defensive metrics, bro. Right? You know? <laughs> because last time I checked, they sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. Last time I checked, oh. uh, I think Aaron Rodgers dropped all of, I don't know, eight
1: points. Oh, no. Come on, man. Oh, that seems bad. That's not a lot. Get out of here, I mean, man. They, that was trash. I, I asked him okay?
0: before all this, I was like, do, y'all, do you know any of the New Orleans linemen? And he just said, who they? And oh, I was like, "Oh
3: shit!" Oh, no. <laughs> well, I will say this: I, I'll, I'll kick. I'll give a brief shout out, okay, because there is a kid from UTSA that is playing some pretty damn good uh, ball on the defensive line for the for the uh, New Orleans Saints. and Then he shouts out Marcus Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That being said, that being said, Marcus Davenport will get nothing. No, just coming week. Okay, I want to be very clear. No, eat nothing and like okay? it. Okay. Y'all finna eat a y'all y'all finna eat not king cake.
1: Uh, y'all finna <laughs> eat a oh, L. Man. Oh damn, he dropped a king cake. Right? A <laughs> massive
3: L. Marcus Davenport okay. gonna
1: leave hungry trail. Get out of here,
3: man. He ain't getting gonna, up. Leave, gonna leave starving. Man, this is trash. I'm really really annoyed with y'all right now, <laughs> man. Y'all on Twitter wilding out and violating right now, and I'm oh. real sick and tired oh. of, T- of
2: hearing Tony it,
1: came out and reading some <laughs> of that nonsense. All right? You heard? You <laughs> heard? You heard? <laughs> oh, you heard? Oh, some oh of Y'all violating right now, son. Some of that Tony slash Oakland. Really? See, I'm
0: happy that the Cowboys are so trash, but we're still first. So I can continue to laugh while being hopeful for the playoffs. Because what's going to happen is the Cowboys going to end up playing the Rams in the playoffs. And we're going to win. I'm going to be like, yeah!
2: <laughs> well, actually,
3: the funny thing is the Cowboys are probably going to play whoever the wild card team is. And when you consider the fact that a wild card team is either going to be Seattle or San Francisco. <laughs>
1: That too. Yeah, (laughs) y'all. I don't like (laughs) odds against
0: either of those teams. Hey, you know, you
1: know how, you know how smart guy in that in the theme song goes. Your brother is smart. When he said that, I was like, the Cowboys are fucked. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) But we still number one in the
3: NFC. Hey, that being said, that's all I got. But yeah, man, hey. New Orleans fan, y'all need to chill, because so. if y'all haven't noticed the mortality of your team over the last three <laughs> weeks, if y'all haven't noticed the softness of your team over the last three weeks, y'all
1: can't even recover really, 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 an outside kick. All I'm saying is, is I'm y'all surprised. got to see us, yeah, right? Times. I'm surprised... It was- no, oh, not Miami. It was Where New it was Orleans. Was New Orleans, Orleans is a team that. that yeah, bad. Bad. No Matter of fact, Miami.
3: if I was the Niners, if I was Shanahan, I'd probably do an onside kick first play of the game. Oh <laughs> I probably if if they, if they defer, he just i just the def- control. De- hey, <laughs> <look, laughs> I'm telling you right now, I will I would defer if we won the to toss, and then I would do an onside kick because obviously y'all can't recover.
1: Terrell T- 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 playing mind games and Adnessus like he's he's in true black form right now. He called it an onside kick.
3: Whatever, onside kick forty. 12.
1: Oh, oh no, he's throwing out predictions. This I mean, that sounds like su- a 49er su- stat line, su- though. Su- suddenly, we saying, sudden line, suddenly, we're in prediction radio, territory. And, that, <laughs> and that was at Terrell Huff, yes, <laughs> on <Twitter>.
3: uh, please. <laughs> I Let know yeah, no. no. hey, at Terrell Huff, yeah, the, the, just the, like it sounds. The
1: afro nicknamed Thespian Poppy, yeah. um, that's not his handle, no, no, that's not afro, his name on Twitter. You said, said
0: afro Afro
1: foreign, yeah. afro mentioned.
0: I'm, Afro Afford- I'm mentioned, you, but I feel like it was kind of <laughs> like on
1: size kit. <laughs> size. <laughs> no, I said it right though. I I f- a- aforementioned mentioned. A- you, you said Afro mentioned. <laughs> I did not say <laughs> Afro mentioned. dare y'all. I thought it was. <laughs> <you did. laughs> hey, the tape. The tape will, will vindicate me. I believe. No, these are NFL tapes. We're <laughs> <You're> missing. <laughs> you ain't gonna find these tapes. Well, I edited, so I don't
3: know how they go. I don't know how they gonna be missing. <laughs> I been ready. I stay ready. <laughs> No, man close i've been talk, ready for three years close the podcast out man, close
2: the podcast, man. we okay. out of here man
3: <laughs> Yo, oh, no man for real man i'm heated i'm heated right now man <laughs> Derek, use your broadcasted expertise because I'm heated right oh, now. Wait, wait, wait. A Saints I got, I got, fan they... gonna get these. They gonna get these hands, man. I better not see even, a Saints fan. Except for that one dude whose them. kid goes to uh, my son's daycare. Cause he's gonna listen to this because uh, he went to LSU and <laughs> he was an offensive lineman, and he's a Saints fan. Except for you, dude. We cool.
2: Everybody. <laughs> Yo, know, you know, notice, notice the
1: one person he has a chance of seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't
3: no chance, bro. I see that dude five days a week, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and he's massive. Like I watch. I walked, in, hey, I walked in I walked in one day, day. Like, dude I walked in one day with my with my Frank Gore jersey on and he just so happened to be wearing a New Orleans, New Orleans Saints jersey. So I was walking out and he was walking in and he just kinda looked at me. He's like six six. Probably goes about three fifty, bro. And I'm just like, What's up? <laughs> yeah. You're a coward. Okay, but no, seriously, we out this time. Thank y'all. <laughs> for tuning in to The Weekend to Take uh, and we call it The Weekend Take because the week may end but sports don't.
1: Goodbye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bye.